0: The Holy Gospel, according to St. Matthew, the sixth chapter. Jesus in the Sermon on the Mount. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, or what you will drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And can any of you by worrying add a single hour to your span of life? And why do you worry about your clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin, yet I tell you, even Solomon in all of his glory was not clothed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which is alive today and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? Therefore, do not worry, saying, What will we eat, or what will we drink, or what will we wear? For it is the Gentiles who strive for all these things. And indeed, your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But strive first for the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all of these things will be given to you as well. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. Dear friends in Christ, grace to you and peace from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. We're coming to the end of our epiphany series, Jesus, Our Brighter Lights. And we hope and pray that in the midst of this series, the light of Jesus has indeed shone for you. If you've been here for the, for the series, you know that Pastor Raya kicked it off for us, reminding us that, that in baptism we're all claimed as beloved children of God, beloved children of God. And then we talked about how God comes to us and we celebrated how God comes to us in Jesus and because God comes to us, any of those separations, any of the isolation that we feel from God and and from one another is is reconciled in Jesus because in Christ, nothing can separate us from the love of God. And then Pastor Kevin talked about how, how God speaks to us and sometimes that speaking to us is just that still small voice and sometimes god speaks to us in in stories and in the sacraments and then we talked about how there are times when jesus makes trouble when jesus looks and sees that people are not treating each other in the way that god wants us to treat one another he makes trouble makes trouble by eating with the wrong type of people for example and then sometimes in the spirit of Jesus, Jesus' people make trouble when, when they see that people aren't being treated with respect and with dignity. And then last week, Pastor Kevin talked about stories and the way that those stories can, can make us think about the story of the losts how each of us experiences loss and God finds us. And then God invites us to join that divine work of of lighting a lamp, of, of sweeping and of inviting people to gather and celebrate. And now as we come to the end of this series, we're looking at how this is all going someplace. This is all going someplace. The kingdom of God. That's where it's going. And the kingdom of God is not merely pie in the sky when you die by and by. When Jesus speaks about the kingdom of God, he speaks about God's way of life, God's way of rule, God's way of doing things right here and right now. Over and over again, Jesus talked about the kingdom of God is at hand. And with his life, he showed what life in the kingdom is to be like. And he taught us to pray. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Some of you know that. Some of you know that, right? Right? So today I just want to explore with you this idea that this is all going someplace. And the someplace that it's all going is the kingdom of God. Seek first the kingdom of God in his righteousness, Jesus says. So we'll explore the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Another way to look at that is, is, is rooted in that first lesson that Melissa read, that in baptism, like we started the series, we're united with Jesus. We're united with Jesus in his life and in his death and his resurrection. Because of that, because we're united with Jesus, Our death, we don't need to worry about our death because we're connected with Jesus and his resurrection and that promise of new life. And because we have that promise of new and everlasting life, our life here and now can be different. We can walk in newness of life here and now, life in the kingdom of God. So what is it to strive for the kingdom of God and God's righteousness? Well, first, one little note about that word righteousness. So often when people hear righteous or righteousness, they think about religious terms. They think this is somebody who does all the religious things properly. Right? Yeah. But that's not what righteous means. That word that gets translated righteous, its in Greek, it's dikaiosene. Don't say you didn't learn anything today. It's kind of fun to say, dikaiosene, and it can be translated as righteousness or justice. Justice. And in the Bible, when the Bible talks about justice, it doesn't think primarily in terms of, I'm going to punish you for what you did, that kind of justice, but rather when the Bible speaks about justice, it speaks about right relationships, about relationships that are right, that are equitable, that are fair, that are respectful. Justice in the Bible is about power and about how power is used. And when power is used in godly ways, that's justice, that's righteousness. And when power is abused, that's injustice. Seek first the kingdom of God and God's justice, God's right use of power. So, for example, in the Sermon on the Mount, the little Bible story that I talked with the kids about. Jesus, like good Jewish teachers, he reaches back to the Jewish scriptures and he lifts up a piece of the Jewish scripture that he wants to to teach about and to re articulate. And he says, You have heard it said that it was said to those of ancient times, You shall not murder, and whoever murders shall be liable to judgment. But I say to you that if you are angry with a brother or sister, you'll be liable to judgment. And if you insult a brother or sister, you'll be liable to the council. So don't use the power of your anger to hurt other people. It's not enough not just to not kill, but even your words have power. Your words have power. Jesus talks about when you, use, when, you, when you say raka, and nobody knows exactly what raka means. They just know that it's a, this insult, this obscure insult, that when you do that, that's not living into the kingdom of God. Justice is about the proper use of power, and our words have power. And when I bully somebody with my words or with my actions, That's not walking in the newness of life that Jesus has for us. And Jesus continues reaching back to those ancient words. You have heard it said, You shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemy and pray for those who persecute you. Love your enemies. Well, that hasn't been in the news at all lately, has it? None of you pay attention to what goes on in Washington. The keynote speaker at the prayer breakfast called people to love their enemies. And some of the powerful politicians and pundits, they didn't like that idea. And they said, I don't agree with the speaker. (laughs) But they weren't disagreeing merely with the speaker. They were disagreeing with with Jesus. Because the kingdom of God... The kingdom of God is marked by loving your enemies and praying for those who persecute you. Jesus not only taught in ways that challenged people, but he, he told stories that, that made him think, like that story about the, the woman who loses a coin and lights a lamp and sweeps the floor and goes and looks for it to teach us that, that everyone is precious and that God comes and looks for us and has a celebration when we're found. And towards the end of Matthew's gospel, he tells another story to make people think. Some of you might be familiar with it. It's a story about a king who gathers together animals. He gathers together sheep and goats. Right? You remember that story? But it's not really a story about animals, is it? Jesus says, Then the king will say to those at his right hand, Come, you that are blessed by my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. And when was it that we saw you sick or in prison and we visited you? Then the king will answer them, Truly I tell you, just as you did it to... Some of you know, one of the least of these who are members of my family, you did it to me. Jesus tells this story to, to make us think, to give us a vision of the kingdom of God. When the hungry are fed... Thirsty have something to drink when the strangers are welcome, the sick are, are visited. Sometimes we get a vision of where God is calling us in a story. Sometimes we get it in a, in a parable like Jesus tells. And sometimes we get a vision of, of where this is all going from a speech like Martin Luther King Jr.'s, I have a dream. And sometimes we get a, we get a vision for where all this is going in the strangest of all places a country music song. Have any of you heard of a guy named Garth Brooks? You've heard of him? You know, I'm not a, I'm not a Garth fan. I don't own any Garth Brooks music. But about a month ago, I, somehow I saw this video and it just it captivated me. So I invite you, this is 28 years old, something like that. Oh. I can't believe this has happened. It's very scary. This ain't coming from no prophet. Just an ordinary name. When I close my eyes, I see the way this world shall be. When we go. see somebody in distress, do the right thing. There's only one race, and that's mankind. We are one people. We are one family. We are one nation. When the last child cries for a crust of bread, when the last man dies for just words that he said, when their shelter over the poorest hey, yeah. we are here today he to welcome all our heroes. He the last thing we notice is the color of skin, and the first thing we look for is the beauty within, when the skies and the oceans are clean again, then we shall be free. The earth really doesn't belong to us, we belong to the earth. We shall be free, we shall be free, together we're strong. Together, we're one. Every human has the right to be free. be free. Where you live should not decide whether you live or whether you die. We to love anyone we choose, for God this God's world's big enough world for all different God's views that we all that they worship they from be. our own kind of view. It's time to love. We of all reasons to hate. We shall be free. Free from ignorance. Free to, free to change the world. We've got to celebrate our differences. Have, have hope. Believe in yourself. Let's stick together. Together, we, we can make a difference. The greatest power we have is our ability to love. Let's work together to find a cure. And when money talks for the Takes courage to rise above us it all. Behind, Teach so your children. Children are our best hope for the future. Hey, smart enough. Stay in school. We are all in the same family. Let's take care of each other. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. We shall be free. God bless the children. Unite. Believe. <laughs> Forgive. Love one another. Peace. This is the way of peace. Overcome evil with good, falsehood with truth, and hatred with love. Strive first for the kingdom of God and his righteousness. When I close my eyes, I can see the way this world shall be. When we all walk hand in hand, when the last child cries for a crust of bread, when the last man dies for just the words that he said, when there's shelter over the poorest head, we shall be free. When the last thing we notice is the color of the skin, and the first thing we look for is the beauty within, When the skies and the oceans are clean again, then we shall be free. I think Garth had a glimpse of the kingdom of God. It's all going someplace. We pray thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And it's my hope and prayer that the brighter light of Jesus can shine for us and the brighter light of Jesus can shine through us. As we walk in the newness of life, that's our gift that God gives to us. Won't you pray with me? God, as we gather here, we give you thanks for Jesus, for the light that shines through him. And we pray that you would open our eyes to see the way that you would have us walk in our everyday lives, the way that we would treat one another the way that we would let your love flow through us to be a gift to others. So God, open our eyes each and every day to your vision of the kingdom so that that prayer, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, might happen in us as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name, amen.